All right, so here we go. Edge of the rabbit hole. <laughs> Welcome. I'm Mike Ricksecker, author of Ghost Story. And with me, as always, is Vanessa Hogle, my co-hostess, and our chat shenanigator, Shauna, down in the chat room. Uh, we do not have our uh, Cheshire cat, Donna, in the house this evening. Unfortunately, uh, she's hurt herself, so she's taking the night off. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, put some positive vibes out there for her this evening. Uh, we also want to announce that we just hit 1 million views here on the Hunter Road Media YouTube channel, which is awesome. Thank you guys for watching so much of our content, and we're getting ever so closer to 9,000 subscribers, so um, I think we're on track to hit that by our next episode, and if we do so, we'll go ahead and run a giveaway. Also want to throw out there, uh, Andrew Cox, just before the show, threw down a $50 super chat. That is insane, Andrew. He says, that is. Thank you. Thank you so very much. He says, making up for the last few shows in super chats, and um, I didn't make peace, light, and love. Thank you very much, Andrew. And uh, peace, light, and love back to you. All right. Um, and Shauna's experiencing buffering, which is lousy. Um, hopefully that's only on her end and not everybody else's. I'm actually doing better now. Good, good. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, here. Th this is for the buffering. Damn it. <laughs> well, last week, last week we had to deal with an entire YouTube outage. So Pakistan oh. killed us, apparently. So, Chuck, I don't know what you were doing in Pakistan, but it took us down. Oh, it was it was one of those things where I, I took that phone call. Hello, Microsoft calling. I call it extra windows on your computer. I can't even. I can't. Oh, oh wait, crazy. Don't do it again, Chucky. Don't do it again. That's one freebie. That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, but it is funny. And a couple of others are saying it's buffering and it comes and goes. I see that. And I apologize. I I have that effect on people. People start. Uh, you know, I start buffering in front of people, and they're like, uh, "I'm not going to talk to that crazy bastard." You know, it's one of those things. That's right. Well, you know, it, you know what that could be residual from your domain. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. You know. You know. You know. It's interesting. You know, the 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 topic tonight is something that uh, that that I think uh, you know a lot of people discuss. But uh, you know, how how many people uh, have the opportunity to talk about you know truly haunted individuals? And, you know, whether, whether it's uh, haunted individuals, whether it's haunted locations, I, I, I think that... Um, the haunted internet. Yes. There yes. you go. There you go. The, the, the buffered in an internet. It's all buffered, you know. It's it's crazy. Um, yeah. my, my, but, inter my internet's but, buff over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things, you know. I, I, I just like the idea that uh, we're able to get, you know, I, I'm able to get a little of attention tonight, though, being on your show, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> of course. But, but Chucky, Chuck, my main Chuck. Okay, but you're right, though. There is, there. Is, I know so many people say that only places can be haunted, that not people. And I am going to go ahead and state right here for God, Goddess, and everybody else to see, oh, motherfucker, yes, they can. <laughs> because I have been for many, 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 many moons, you know, where what I have around me and what I have involved with me doesn't have anything to do with the location I'm at. Now, when I go to a location that is haunted, 
obviously I'm affected by that. But my apartment isn't haunted. I am. And I know that because it's been these same entities or spirits that have followed me from place to place. Now, what are your views on that? You know, I, I, I tend to agree. You know, you know, I, I have lived uh, three different locations in the past 15 years. And in all three locations, you know, we've experienced something. And, and actually, it's four. You know, if you count uh, the, the time that I spent with my mom, you know, shortly after my dad passed away, and I was kind of the caretaker, you know, for the family, which that, that's kind of that's kind of been my role, you know, throughout my entire life as the caretaker, you know, uh, basically uh, putting Band-Aids on stuff and fixing it. But uh, but I will tell you that uh, it, it's crazy, Vanessa, you know, to, to think about how many how many different you know places that I've lived and the activity that sparked. And if you look at this place, it, it, it appears that, you know, since, since I turned 40 years old, that, uh, that, that I've become even more haunted, which, uh, which, which is sometimes, sometimes it's, a, it's an ugly uh, bear, you know, cross to bear, mm-hmm. you know, when, when, when I look at it. But, uh, yeah, I absolutely believe that, you know, that, that people can be haunted. And also, it's amazing when people have you invite you in particularly to an event, because sometimes you can spark up that. Uh, that haunting energy within those haunted locations. Well, and the thing is, is it doesn't have, and uh, and many people will say, well, you're not haunted if it's a family member. Okay, well, that's tomatoes, tomatoes, potatoes, potatoes, whatever. But only one of mine is a family member. The other is not, and is not nice, and had a great deal of power over me until I wrote my last book and released that. So there, there are so many, so many levels and layers to how all this actually works. We don't even know. And I'm so tired of people being so black and white with it. You You know, know, it's It's a big fucking shade of gray people. Yeah. It, it, you know, and, and I know, I, I don't know, but I, but I assume that Mike would agree that, uh, that, that right now, you know, if, if you if you feel that there's a black and white and that uh, and that you're you know, you're truly have all the answers, then by George, you probably should have already ascended into the heavens and, be, you know, and, and be, <laughs> uh, no, there's a huge gray area in, in everything that we do. And, um, you know, I mean, right. to me, it's aggravating when people try to say it's, you know, Yes, it's this way. No, it's that way. You know, straight up, no room to budge whatsoever. And I just think that's obtuse. So, I mean, you have to be open-minded, especially when you're talking about, you know, the paranormal, things that are spiritual in nature and what have you, because there's so much out there that we just don't know. So, Well, it, and Chuck, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop out there. I think it boils down to one major thing, and that's that, People desperately seek validation and they feel you can only get validation through black and white. Yes and no. Good and bad. And that is so unbelievably wrong. If you have an experience, Chuck, you don't need another soul on the planet to validate it. Mike, if you do, it's your experience. You don't need anyone to say you had it. Right. I sure as fuck don't need anyone to say I have it, nor do they need to re- to rely on me validating their experience. An experience is just that, specific to the individual. And well, we need to remember that. 
Well, Chuck, let me ask you this, because you're right, it's, it's um, you know, specific to the individual, but when we're doing things like paranormal investigations, I think it's always nice to have that validation from another person, because when you're coming back and you're trying to say, hey, these different things happened, um, it, it's kind of nice to have that backup. What do you think, Chuck? Yeah, I, and, and, and I totally agree. You know, you, it, it, it is nice to be validated you know, in, in, in certain regards, you know, and, and that's why, you know, when, when I go off with a short bus paranormal, I have to give them a special shout out, you know, Nick and Sue, you know, I'm a part of their team now, but, but when I go out with them or I go out with the different groups, you know, we, we utilize those EVP, EVP recorders, you know, uh, di different things. And, and I'm totally open, you know, to, to interpretation, but I also do my own thing. You know, I do my walkthrough or whatever, kind of like Vanessa does. And, and in, anytime that you can be validated, or, or at the very least, learn something that, that it could possibly be, you know, I, I, I think you're truly growing. Uh, you know, that's, that's why I got into the paranormal. That, I got into the paranormal and podcasting. And, you know, I, I wrote to share my story, but, but I got into the paranormal to try to get with, like, you know, some like-minded individuals and, and people that are, you know, going to call a spade for a spade and tell you exactly what's going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so that constant learning. Well, the learning is wonderful and validation is wonderful, but it, it, but if somebody can't validate your experience, it doesn't negate you having it. Yeah. That's my point. You know, it doesn't negate your experience. It's nice if someone can say, yeah, I felt the same thing or yeah, I heard the same thing. But if they didn't, it doesn't mean you didn't. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, guys, I, I've had people message me and say that, uh, you know, that, there's there's no activity going on in your basement, and and I and I'm always nice, you know what I mean, in, in regards to that. But uh, I I know with my experiences, it's not just the basement, you know. It, it, it's my place of work, it's my car, it's uh it's you know out out into a green field, you know what I mean, and, and something you know where to take place. It's not just that, and and I think that uh, a lot of times people become, you know, too closed-minded with that black and white uh, mentality. I guess. I, I don't think it's just a closed-mindedness. I think it's the necessity to be right. Everybody, well, not everybody, but quite a few people out there want to be the one that has all the answers, and that's never going to be any of us. Judy Wilson, could they be haunted from a past life, like a past lover or child that was lost? I'm going to let Vanessa go first. That, that way, when I screw YouTube up again, Mike, uh, yeah, it's, not it's my all fault. you, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Um, as uh, as far as that question goes, Judy, absolutely, that is true. That can happen. Um, the The main attachment that I have that isn't a um, family, that isn't a, a a relation to me, is from a past life. At least two of my lives, and in my in my latest book, Walking with Ghosts, it's it's the fella that has the gray hair pulled back in a ponytail little John Lennon glasses and a beard. He's very thin and he's not nice. And he has, uh, the, those that I have met, um, that I have come back into contact with from past lives, like, like Chris Loper from BPI and Gwen, uh, from BPI, both of them have actually seen him. And Chris and I had past lives together as well. And both of us saw him in previous lives. And yet here he is, taking up residence at my apartment. So yeah, absolutely that can happen. And it's not fun. 
Yeah. Now, now I'm going to try to screw up the connection again. You know. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. Any, anyway, uh, what, what I was talking about uh, earlier is about three weeks ago. I took a picture, and and lo and behold, behind me in that room, uh, if you go to the upper left hand corner, uh, you can see you can see my doppelganger. I mean, you 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 can see the uh, the you know right right down to the detail of the goatee. Uh, you know, I, I try to make sense of that stuff, you know, when, when, when looking at past lives, uh, you know, I know a lot of people that, you know, have kind of changed or swayed my, uh, my mentality or, you know, what, what I understand about past lives, you know, over the past two years. And, and frankly, it, it's weird. Is, is it me trying to warn myself from self-investigation? I mean, that, that's a real striking possibility, but, uh, but, but I can't say for a while. And I will say as, as a person with gifts, I can't read myself, so so I have to depend on others out there. You know what I mean to to, to basically fill in fill in the dotted lines. Can I venture a guess on why yeah. you felt that? On why on why that happened? I don't. It is your self. Anything that you're doing. What it actually feels like a little bit to me is when you are being bombarded by spirit, when you're having um, lots of interaction, albeit involuntarily, that a portion of yourself is separating. Almost so that they can keep record subconsciously of what you're going through. And I don't know why I'm saying that. Those words have never come out of my mouth. But that's what it feels like to me. And I could well, I could be way off the fucking bucket. I I don't, I don't think you are because uh, uh, you can see this uh, this darker character, you know where where you know my happens to be is not an exact science, and anybody that says it is, they're idiots. And and I I am totally open to interpretation, but when you said that, Vanessa, you know what I mean? I I I, I felt like uh, you know that that made sense, whereas. When some when it went aside. Yeah. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> Oops. Um I don't have a thought on the matter because I'm sitting here like busily maintain maintaining the connection, so I, I <laughs> and doing a fine job. Uh, I'm just and trying to make sure everything it's so well and while, so, while so you, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. I concur. Yes. I concur. <laughs> I, I I love the uh, the sexy and icons. Okay, it's time for us to sit down for a sport of tea. <laughs> okay. oh, I, I, I appreciate what you said, and I'm willing to back that up. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Mike, I, I I am a bit of a smart ass, so I have to throw that out there, right? Well, you know, you do what you can. You do what you can. Um, but I, I actually think that that might that there might be some validity to that. And if I could venture a little bit further down that rabbit hole, it kind of goes along the same lines of lucid dreaming and astral travel, because we we have that invisible cord that kind of anchors us to our bodies, so that we can travel. We just can't travel so far that we can't come back. And it might be a similar type of situation where when you're going through something spiritual, an experience like that, even if it seems mild, 
that it's taking a little bit too much of you and extracting a little bit out just just to keep that barrier so that you don't completely get contained. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you, do you ever, uh, you know, I'll ask it and see if you've ever experienced this, where, you know, you, you could be sitting down, you could be walking, you, you, you could be in your room that you do your readings, you could be outside, whatever. Do you ever experience where you feel like you're out of your body and like you're the spirit that's coming up right to your back, right to the All back the of your neck? And, and, and at that point, you know, they're, they slam you with information. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. It happened a lot when I was in Virginia at uh, the really bad house, at the farmhouse, you know. Um, and it's it's hard to take, but I'm grateful for the moments where they left a little bit of me alone so that I could process it a little bit better um, because Mike has seen it where yep. there is nothing of me. It's... I mean, I I got I got you know not attacked. That's not the right word, but I got invaded a, a smidge um, before I could separate. And there's the only thing that I have to let me know what happens in those situations is eyewitness accounts or video. As so, yeah, someone that uh, you know, and, and you know, as someone that is is a haunted individual. You know, like yourself and, and and myself. You know, I I only ask these questions because, you know, it, uh, it it helps you know with my situation. But have you ever went through a period in time, Vanessa, when every bit of your stuff, uh, you know, your spiritual grounded pound stuff, and, and you went back to every little bit of it, right back to the raw thing, you know, where it worked the first time and it didn't work for protection. Yeah, yeah. Um, in order for me to be fully protected. And this is one of the reasons, kind of like you, I'm like, do as I say, not as I do. Mm -hmm. um, the only way in order for me to be fully protected is, and I hate spiders, but I use a shield of a web. It's a spider's web. It's like silver. And I, I literally have to start from the bottom of my feet and wrap myself completely, almost mummified, all the way up to the top of my head visually, leaving just my face open. And the reason I do that is because what I need to come to me can, but that, but I can't get attacked from behind because this is my weak spot. Behind me is my weak spot. And generally when I have those instances where there is nothing left of me and it's all of them until they decide to exit is when they've come at me from behind and Gwen and Chris saw this perfectly in Virginia. Um, they actually came upon me outside standing in the rain with my head laying on my back. It was as if somebody grabbed my head and just pulled it all the way back to the point to where I, I was almost looking behind me with mm. my head laying completely flat. How that's physically possible, I have no idea, but there's multiple witnesses to it. So I have to protect this area or I'm fucked. And, and, and two, you know, anytime that you're leveling up, it's, uh, you know, and some people are like, uh, you know, I, I talk to different mediums that think that they're, you know, shit really doesn't stink and that, uh, they're always right. Whatever. There's plenty of those. But, uh, but, but as you're, as you're leveling up, sometimes it's hard to see, you know, when, when the negative or, you know, anything's approaching. And, and I think 
I think that's truly when, you know what I mean, you're more vulnerable to, you know, to a psychic attack or to a spiritual attack and whatnot. And, you know, we're, we're, we're nearing Sam Hain. And, you know, like, like with me, most of the time, you know, the activity around me really amps up about October 1st and it goes until uh, the first of the year. That, that, that's my time span for whatever, re- whatever stretch of the imagination, whatever. But this year, this stuff started out in early August, hmm. and it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot crazier this year. Has your outward activity, like what you've been doing, been more involved? Have, have you been more active? Um, I, I think I, I think I've been less active this year. You know, I, uh, I, I decided to give up BTLN. <coughs> you know, not, <coughs> excuse me, not not only for my family, but uh, you know, to 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 do you know some other ventures. But uh, but yeah, th- I I think I've been less active. You know what I mean when when you're talking about those, uh, you know, those situations. Well, that actually also could be. I mean, if we're going to play devil's advocate, that could actually be part of the issue as well is that you have more time on your hands, you're less focused on other things that, that might take up those those spaces in your head, therefore you're more open. So, I mean, just, just throwing that idea out. It took me years to get spirits to understand, you can't fuck with me at work. Okay? <laughs> Leave me alone at work. Leave me alone at work, please. You know, you can't, you can't jack with me while I'm driving. Although, ooh, can I share something? I had a first happen today. I was driving to Stillwater, Oklahoma from Norman. During rush hour, there and back, it takes me about two and a half hours one way. In 46 years, I had the first time this has ever happened to me. I am driving. I have taken the right to go towards Stillwater. I'm driving, and this huge, I actually had to WhatsApp Gwen and tell her, this huge skunk huge like a dog okay came and ran in front of my car and i keep in mind there's my car there's an suv right next to me this thing was ginormous there's no way one of us wasn't going to hit it neither one of us hit it it was a spirit it was so big its tail wrapped over the hood of my car that's how big this thing was. But that's it wasn't a big skunk. A, it was a big skunk, you know. But the funny thing was, is it had the odor. Hmm. But it wasn't there. It wasn't a solid being because there's no way both of us missed it. No way. Wow. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> the hell just happened? And I WhatsApped Gwen. I'm like, you're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> True, true story happened this morning. First time ever for me. Oh, that's pretty wow. wild. Hey, we have a uh, question here from the chat room from Nichelle Thompson. Uh, do you think that we can inhabit somebody else's body when we are asleep, like in another country? <laughs> I, I certainly hope not. <laughs> I certainly hope not. Yeah. But uh, but but I will well, say. Well, I mean, think, I, I mean, if if you're astral projecting and you're traveling around and you see somebody else's body sitting there, um, and let's say that they are also in the middle of astral projecting, so they're not actually in their body, can you take that vessel? I would say it's possible. Um, I would not agree with attempting it. Um, I've <laughs> I've astral projected 
for for long distance healing. I've done that, but that was I've never entered another body with anything other than my mind. And I'll go into all that in the new book. But I, I've done long distance healing using my mind and astral projection, but never actually tried to go into another person. I, I feel like it'd be a violation. There, there is an old Japanese proverb or story that, that, that talks about if, if you're having trouble sleeping, uh, that, uh, that, that somebody in the world is, is dreaming about you. You're in their dream. For that, um, yeah. You know, um, it, I, I don't know, you know, and, and, and frankly, that's, that's the cool part about, you know, this type of a topic is, is, is we truly don't know. I mean, I, I have heard, you know, of, uh, of, you know, different males that are, you know, that call themselves sorcerers or whatever that, uh, that, that they can manipulate and sexually, uh, basically spiritually, sexually assault another individual. You know, I, I've heard of that, but, uh, but, but not, I, I have not heard a case of, you know, basically being able to go into someone else's dream, you know, in, in that regards. Well, that's going to be my next question. Um, I mean, I've seen sci-fi movies that do that where you go into somebody else's dream i remember the old movie dreamscape uh where he was able to you know go into people's dreams and you know he would go to help people and of course there was a bad guy and he would go to you know screw around with people's minds uh, ultimately you know the idea of getting into the president's mind and all that sort of thing so um yeah i, I guess the question is you know how possible is that in order to get into somebody else's dream you know can you is that part of the whole astral projection uh, idea? Is that possible along those sorts of lines? Now, I, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chime right in here. You know, what, it's it's like this: How many times have you ever had a a, a dream that uh, would be somewhat naughty, and and you have to work with this individual the next day, and you and and deep down you're thinking, oh my god, did she or he have that same dream? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I've actually been in that position, and they had had the same dream. <laughs> well, all right. So, um, uh, that having been said, um, do I believe that you that you can enter somebody else's dream, or do I believe that 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 two people who have a connection, there's got to be a connection there, you know, in order to be able to find the light, so to speak, and and to to find where they are. Um, do I believe that they that they can be in a dream together, even if they're nowhere near each other? Absolutely, absolutely, I do. Um, I but only only would I ever attempt that or have anything to do with that with somebody that I had a connection with, and if I can be so blunt as to say, never to interfere, like what Mike was talking about with a movie, you know, to go in there and and you know protect somebody or something like that. I'm not a hard ass. I'm not being a bitch. But so many of our lessons in in this in this arena are taught through our dreams. What to do, what not to do, how to handle situations, how to defend yourself, how how to become a stronger individual. And you you have to let somebody learn those lessons. I, I I'm chuckling. Get it? My name's Chuck. I'm <laughs> chuckling. Um, Robert White says, "So if I dream about the entire world, does everyone I saw wake that. up?" Yep, yep. 
Smart ass. <laughs> nice. Smart ass. Hey, we have a uh, question from David Buholtz. And thank you, Candy, for grabbing the questions while um, Shauna's having all kinds of issues on her end where um, apparently she's had this before where for some reason YouTube doesn't grab everything she's typing. And of course, Donna's out. So we don't have our chat shenanigator or Cheshire cat that are able to uh, take the questions right now. So Candy's filling in. Thank you, Candy. Uh, so da- from, you. from David Buholtz. Uh, how do you tell if you're cursed or is this similar to being haunted? Okay. I, I'm, I'm just going to chime right in. Uh, there are a lot of, you're the uh, guest by all means. Business. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. But, but there are a lot of people in our business, you know, that, uh, that read people that overuse the term curse and it pisses mm-hmm. me off. Okay. If, uh, if you have a psychic medium calling you and saying you're cursed and they don't help you out right away and without charge, then, then they're full of shit. Okay. So, so I have to put that right away. Now, when, when, when I experience a, a truly dark haunting, which, uh, which really that's what, that's, that's most of my work. I deal with, uh, you know, different paranormal investigators that get in a world of shit and they call me and, and, and I'm able to, uh, you know, to assist them, you know, during those, uh, those situations. Okay. And, and that's something that I've learned that, uh, that, that is really in my path. You know, I, I'm here to help people, you know, that are being, <laughs> oppressed and almost possessed. Now, as far as a curse, it can happen. And when, and when I, when I feel it, it's, uh, it's, it, it's almost like my insides are, are basically, uh, tensing up, you know, from the outside in almost. And, and, and you feel that burn that, uh, that nasty copulation of your, your, your stomach all the way up into your heart, even up into your throat. That's, that, that's how I can tell. And, and anytime that, uh, that, that I experience that in spirit, you know, and God, you know, I got, I got to give credit to, you know, uh, that aspect of things. Anytime that, uh, that takes place, I will for no, uh, for no cost, pull that sucker out and try to dispel the curse, uh, or, you know, whatever's being put, put about you. I think that, uh, most, most of the situations that we deal with aren't necessarily curses or possession, it's more like psychic attack, either from that next realm of existence or from another individual that is uh, maybe even, uh, you know, not even asserting a curse or a spell or a, a bad thought at you, but but they just do. And and sometimes that, that, that can roll off. But that, that's truly my opinion on the matter. Well, and if I can chime in just real quick, when it comes to curses, and just like Chuck said, so many people throw that word around. Um, basically to scare people and try to get your money. Okay, I've had people contact me saying, you know, somebody, uh, a a psychic medium said that my entire family was cursed and that they were the only ones that could fix it to the tune of $700. And I've written blogs about this, done videos about this. I have been livid as fuck over this, okay? Um, That is not only inconceivable, it's completely unethical and it's cruel to make somebody believe that. A true curse, a true curse requires consistent energy given to it in order for, for that to be the case. It, it, you can't just say, curse this person, and it's just going to last forever. This isn't Sophia off of Golden Girls. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Somebody doesn't give Come you on. the evil eye, and all of a sudden, all, all of a sudden every family member from here to eternity is cursed. It doesn't work that way, even though people want you to believe that. Um, it's like Chuck said, odds are it's a haunting or you have some other activity going on or, or less 
uh, you know, let's, let's talk about the white elephant in the room or they've convinced you so much that you are in turn cursing yourself with those negative thoughts. I have to, I have to throw this out there right away. Beat three airspace. You know, uh, she asked the question, did he say, don't trust if they don't charge? I did not say that. I, I no. said, don't trust them if they're going to charge you. You know what I mean? To, uh, basically help out in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's charging a nominal fee for a reading is fine. But yeah. if, if someone's telling you you're cursed and telling you they're the only ones that can fix it yeah, and then yeah, wanting to charge you hundreds of dollars to do so, they're a piece of shit. And uh, contact me and let me know who they are. Yeah, it's the same thing with investigations, yeah. too. If they're looking for, you know, hundreds of dollars to investigate your house, you know, and they're saying, well, there's a negative entity here. And so we're going to go in there and we're going to, you know, cleanse it and throw some, you know, holy water and salt around. Um, and then burn some sage and they're charging you, you know, five, $600 for it. I, w I would stay away from that. Yes, yeah. please, please. Your questions in the chat room are going nuts, Mike. This is, this is awesome. Yep. Yep. They're good questions. Um, mm -hmm. from Sean Oldsmith, uh, if you astral project and you had a portal in the house, would you enter it? I think I think that's a really uh, a, a really plausible situation that could take place because uh, in reality uh, there there are people uh, like like haunted people or people with gifts that, that that have portals everywhere they go so 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 in the in, in that regard I, I would say um, you know that you know with I I wouldn't even question that you know as to whether whether or not that I do it absolutely you know I I, I feel. And, you know, I've been told with spirit, and I'll just say it, that uh, that I have that ability to open and close these portals as they exist. Sometimes I can't close them, but I definitely open them. Can I add a wrinkle real quick to what we were just talking about? Sure. For any of the viewers, for any of the viewers that are, that may have been, and they don't want to admit it, told that they were cursed or something like that, do not forget that you have a whole army of ancestors behind you. Okay, a whole army of them. You come from love and will continue to be love if that's what you hold in your heart. If you're pagan like myself and you need the extra juice from your ancestors, a, a nice altar or ritual at Samhain is the perfect time to do it. Okay, if you're if you're a Christian, go with your saint, your, your, you know, whatever you need to Catholic, go with your saints, whatever. But don't forget that it it you're not alone. And you don't need somebody not like us because we don't do that bullshit. But you don't need another living person to kind of heal your heart and your soul for something like that. You have a whole army behind you. Utilize them. Ask for help. Ask for guidance. There's no shame in that. Oh, not you know, not 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 in any stretch of the imagination. You know. So from yeah. uh, X Group Home Kid. Do you believe some people can collect souls? You know, I, I do, do I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I, 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 I do believe, okay. Like, like in my, in my situation, I look back five years ago, Mike, you know, and I, and I look back at when I was starting to develop or trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I had a good friend of mine, Kenny Addison, that, uh, that, that said that there was a soul collecting spirit that uh that 
that had made its way and attached either to me or to my house. And, uh, and at that point, I had so many spirits coming in, you know, to, uh, to try to communicate with me back then. And uh, for whatever reason, this, uh, this spirit wouldn't, wouldn't allow them, you know, to leave the house. Do, do I believe that, uh, you know, my human spirit could collect souls? No. Do I believe that I can send uh, negative spirits, you know, to back to whence hence they came? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, from Judy Wilson, Chuck, is there a lot of dark hauntings, and why do you think that is? For for whatever reason, and, and, I, and I'm going to ask uh, Vanessa, you know, uh, definitely her take on this one, uh, be, because every, not every, but but most of the situations that I deal with are darker, you know, for whatever for whatever the reason is. It, it's not that I go out and I look for it, because you know these uh, these idiots that get on these TV shows or on the YouTube channel, Facebook Live, whatever, that are that are constantly, you know what I mean, uh, trying to know. bring in they these know. dark spirits. Oh, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh, not you! Come on. <laughs> you know when when I, when I look at that, you know it uh, it's it, it it is what it is. You know, is is it my curse that I have to deal with uh, darker energy affecting people? If it's if it's if if it is a curse, then it's my cross to bear, and I will continue to fight uh, the darkness until the day that I go into light. Okay, you said you wanted you wanted my opinion as well on that. Yeah, well, I I want your opinion as to why uh, I I seem to have all these dark cases that that, that make it makes its you know self known to me. Well, okay, it's it's kind of a tricky it's kind of a tricky thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the Reader's Digest condensed version. Um, dark to one or dark to all is not dark to one. Okay, so what arc? Or even what you see as dark in the in the beginning might not be dark for the reasons that people think. Um, some of us, myself included, tend to draw more distraught or more troubled spirits. Does not mean they are evil in their entire. They those tend to migrate to to, to people who don't judge. And who look at the situation for what it is at face value and try to find out what's going on and deal with it in the best way possible without anybody, including spirit, getting hurt. Okay? Doesn't mean it feels good. Doesn't mean it isn't painful. Doesn't mean it doesn't cause strife. But what I have found, even the, well, except for, with the exception of one, even the most painful experiences I've had trying to deal with a darker spirit once I've been able to step back after I've dealt with it and digest it and, and, and dissect it for what it is, I've realized that was my purpose because I was able to extinguish or subdue it because I figured out the cause of it. Now, I, uh, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. And, and, and no, that, go was, ahead. That, that was a great point. Now, Amy D says, I believe what we put to the universe is what comes back to you. Um, I, I do want to throw this out there. I pray, I meditate, and I send as much love and light out into this universe as humanly possible. You know, e e even utilizing my higher self. Now, why why would I have to deal with these things? I, I kind of look at it from the framework as it, it's my plot in life to help people that are going through their darkest days. So, uh, you know, for and 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 also if your if your light shines bright. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't uh, you know all this darkness or negativity 
you know what I mean, hit it like a bug zapper. I don't know. I, I, I can't answer that question, but I, but I do love it. Dark doesn't beat dark. Only light does. Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. said that, you know, hate doesn't kill hate. Love does. It's the same situation. Um, do we put, do we get back what we put out to the universe? Sure we do. But, you know, sometimes our lot in life is, is to be a warrior to a certain degree, but it's because we're putting that good out there because we can attack those situations and not lose ourselves. That's the kicker. It's, it would be real easy. Wouldn't it Chuck to lose yourself? If you, if you were a different kind of person Absolutely. in those situations. So that's why we say, do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, 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 and trust me, I'm trying, I'm trying to live a, you know, a blessed life as much as I can and, and trying to follow my own uh, insight. But sometimes it, you know, it's, it's, it's the little kid in us. It's the child spirit in us that uh, says, you know what, this is the way it's going to be. True story. A question from Tom McNicholas. Do you think if we can have spirits haunt us in our dreams, couldn't the same spirits cure us from diseases or medical conditions? Who says they haven't? Yeah, I don't know. You know, uh, the the power of prayer works. You know what I mean? I, I, I've seen it happen, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I say who says they haven't. You know, there have been plenty of people who have had issues you know, physical issues or mental issues or, or, or whatever it is. And um, they might have lived their entire lives that way. And then all of a sudden, cure. All of a sudden, they're fine, you know. I mean, I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm not saying it didn't either. Yeah. All right. I think it's quite possible. Uh, from David Buholtz, when you wake up in the hospital, I have a 365-degree view. Do you think this is related to astral projection? Similarly, when you are in sleep paralysis and you have 365-degree perception, is this related? Um, I'll answer the second part if somebody wants to grab the first. So the second part, um, sleep paralysis. I've had sleep paralysis a couple of different times, and it was completely dark. There was no 365-degree view. Um I know people have related to shadow people and seeing things in your room and I and all that, and they're completely separate uh, things. So uh, we have a whole shadow person series, sleep paralysis, all that here on the Hunter Road Media YouTube channel. It's not the discussion for it, but yeah, having had sleep paralysis, there's no 365 degree view. However, people do, of course, have that, um, you know, wake up in the hospital, they're hovering over the bed and they're seeing, you know, an entire view around them. Um, so you guys want to take that related to astral projection? I'm going to let Vanessa take it first. Um, when This is going to sound really weird and kind of Hollywood, but when I astral project, I see things kind of like that, but more like technicolor. So it's almost, a, it's almost like I'm in a movie that was black and white and has been changed to color. <laughs> and I can see everything. But it's as it's like I'm not a person. I'm just I'm just perception, if that makes sense. But it's not always like that. But but yes, I, I have had that. I have not had that during sleep paralysis. So just just in astral projection. Yeah, and 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 I have to concur. So I concur. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, about uh you know sleep paralysis chuck concurs you know yes i concur <laughs> this one. oh bloody hell anyway uh but 
it's it's one of those things where I, I anytime that I experience that, I, I feel like that I'm locked up tight in my body. Whereas, you know, when I when I had my heart uh, when I had my heart worked on there about six, uh, five years ago, um, I, I I was out of my body, and 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 it really was you know kind of weird seeing that 360 degree turn. And what was interesting, as I was coming out, the uh, the, the the surgeon that did my work. Uh, was actually from France, and she spoke French. I was speaking fluent French to this lady all the way out, and uh, and and I'll tell you right now, I I cannot speak fluent French. I can say "non je suis enchanté vous fromage," which which means I'm not very happy to see you because you smell like cheese. I think. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm trying to read so, this to you. Uh, Go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say, uh, so Chuck, from Sean Old Smith, have you ever had to face a demon? I think so. Um, you know, whether, whether or not, uh, you know, I, I, and, and I don't use the term demon loosely. Yeah, yeah. So I, why do you think? I think, yeah. Now, you know, I, I have experienced, there, there, there was one time, uh, you know, here, and there was one time at the, uh, at the old apartment in Fort Madison, and there was one time in Kansas City, in early August where I was completely cut off guard. And anytime that those situations happened, it was like my body was almost shutting down. Does that make sense? You know, where, where you walk into it and you feel like you're stuck in the muck and it's so bad. It's so distressful that, uh, that, that, you know, you, you, you can feel it, you know, basically burning from your inside of your bone. Okay. Um, now was, was it a demon? I can't tell you, you know, I can't tell you, you know, 100%, uh, you know, clear or you know with, without a doubt that it is was it dark you can bet your ass it was yeah I mean, I've, I've experienced uh, a number of malevolent malevolent entities um can't ever say that they were a demon so i mean there's nasty stuff out there that's not demonic so um, yeah so they're, Most definitely. they're they're few and far between um i Most i would say i haven't faced a demon yet and i don't want to face one um but yeah, they're not. I, the the problem is like the the mainstream these days has really taken it to another level, where you have all these shows that are centered around demons, or you know the paranormal investigations, and oh, it must be a demon. Um, there was uh, when we did a uh, episode here for uh, Inside the Upside Down on demons. Um, I quoted a uh, priest from Spain who does, you know, get a number of cases out there. And he's like, you know, it's like one in a thousand, you know, that are ever presented to him that actually happen to be a demonic case. So. Well, so, I mean, I've, I've talked to spirits for 44 years. I'm 46 years old. I have talked to thousands of them. I've done thousands of readings. Um, in three years, I did almost 300 investigations, either remote view, on site, or uh, uh, through readings for different teams all over the world. And I have only come into contact face-to-face -face with something that I would consider to be of that, that realm one time. One time. And it was bad. And it was real bad. It actually almost made me stop doing this. And then about a year later, a little less than a year later, I was in the same vicinity where I was before, same situation, not face-to-face. -face. We hauled ass out. So in 44 years, 1.5 times. 
But yet on TV. Oh, it's all the time. Motherfuckers. Yep. They're, they're like popping out of the woodwork. Yep. It's all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere has a I demon. Guess, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess demons like TV time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you if you were a demon? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, just shine my horns to get on TV. Come on. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. Oh, so, there's, all right. there's enough bad dead people. We don't need. <laughs> does that make you horny if you have horns? It does. Okay. Sure. Have you ever seen the movie Horns I, with I, Daniel Radcliffe? Uh-uh. That's I good. So. It's good. I like it. It's it's just it's very different. It's very different. So. I think I had mine well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are actually at the end of our hour, and I know we got interrupted there in the middle because of all the uh, crazy whatever's going on, whether it's Frontier or Skype or a combination of both, or we don't know at this point. I'm sure in, Inside the Upside Down will stream just fine because of they're not being Skype, so we'll see. Um so, Chuck, um, you want to, as we sign off here, you want to say a little bit about uh, the event this weekend and, um, and what you got going on? Absolutely. Uh, the, the Many Faces uh, first annual uh, uh, psychic haunted event, Many Faces, up in Elkader, Iowa. Uh, if you would like to still be a part of that, we still have tickets available. Uh, you know, as far as the clientele, it has changed. Because I had a few people, uh, you know, back out this week. Josh Hurd's having that baby, so lots of prayers and well wishes to Josh, you know, as, as he and his wife bring in another baby into the world. But uh, there were a few that uh, dropped out that uh, they, they kind of flabbergasted me today. Um, if you want to follow me on Facebook, uh, Charles Anthony, I have hit the 5,000 friend mark for some reason. I don't know why. I, I'm not that freaking genius. But uh, definitely follow me and when, uh, when it went and, and get you in there. Just, just, just follow me and stay tight. Um, no, but this, this many faces B and B, uh, us paranormal and myself, uh, and, and we're going to, uh, we're going to do definitely, definitely a lot of live streams on my frontier page. Um, it's time, uh, you know, Mike and Vanessa, thanks so much for having me back on, uh, Mike, I always have a blast. It always goes fast. I think the next time you have me on, we should talk about fake psychics. I think that'd be a lot of fun. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yes. We could do that. We could do that. Absolutely. That would be a lot of fun. That would definitely be a lot of fun. All right. Let's get to the shout outs. Do want to thank our chat shenanigator, Shauna, for, well, a trying. Tough go of it. Um, so, Candy Orton, thank you for um, handling something on the chat tonight. Do appreciate that. Um, I want to thank, let's see, our. Um, well, it's disappeared because we had to reset, but our uh, Super Chat superstars for this evening, Andrew Cox and Tom McNicholas, thank you both very, very much for your Super Chats from earlier. Um, all right, so shout-outs for this evening. Beat3 Airspace is in the house, uh, one of our Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons, so those include. If you uh, haven't checked out our Patreon page, please go ahead and do so, patreon.com slash Media. We've got a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff uh, out there, Q&A stuff, things like that. Um, so that's Tom McNicholas, Beat3 Airspace, uh, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, Pamela Queen, Andrew Cox, and Joe Chandler. Thank you all very, very much for that, for that support. So, um, see, Nick, Mickey Dole, thanks for joining us again. There's the Haglin. Thank you as well. Uh, Fran Molino, thank you uh, very much for joining us again tonight and uh, for always sharing our stuff out on um, 
on Twitter as well. Uh, Variety Media, Multimedia, that is Candy Orton t- uh, this evening. Thank you, Candy, again. Uh, Judy Wilson, thanks for joining us tonight for all the questions. Uh, X Group Home Kid, thank you very much. And I'm seeing that the video is way behind where we're currently at. <laughs> wow. Uh, Liquid Dreamer, thank you for joining us again tonight. Appreciate that. There's Zippy Davis. All right, Zippy, good to see you. Adam Tillery. And Adam says, I saw Chuck right after the KC incident. He honestly looked different. Um, Pungi Fungi, uh, talking about Dreamscape and having the biggest crush, crush on Dennis Quaid. And uh, that, that was the movie I was referencing earlier was uh, Dreamscape. So um, there's uh, Shay Carroll. Good to see you, Shay. Thanks for joining us again. And Greg Grinkin, thank you as well. Uh, there's Dustin Samario. Hey, uh, Hunter Roast. He likes that stuff. <laughs> David Buholtz, thank you for joining us tonight and for all of your questions. Absolutely appreciate that. There's Andrew Cox. Uh, Nichelle Thompson, thank you again for joining us tonight. Christine Jones, thank you. Appreciate that. Honda Explorers, thank you as well. Uh, who else do we have in here? Um, there's Jojo B. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us again. Tammy Heitzman, thank you. And there's Joe Chandler. And uh, Charms Paranormal, great to see you. Um, Teresa Louise, thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, EEQQ, thanks for joining us live. Absolutely appreciate that. Sean Oldsmith, thank you for your questions tonight. A lot of people down in the chat, even with all of the issues. You guys are amazing that you hang in there uh, the entire time. 